So we're going to pick up in middle of Paragimel, and the Chayvus Avavus is just to point us the two reasons why HaKadosh Baruch Hu made this world with a cause and effect when it comes to Hishtadlus. It says, why, why does there need to be Hishtadlus? Why is it necessary? So the two ideas that, that uh, we went through last week is, number one, it's to allow us to flex our bitachon muscles. Now that there's an obligation to do Hishtadlus, and so now there's a new... Uh, there's a new creation that's in place so that we can fight to get clarity with our Bechira. Is it the Hishtadlus or is it the Rabbanishal? And now there's going to be a minute-to-minute daily uh, realization that has to come into play that there's the Rabbanishal. Because if there's no Hishtadlus, then we'll just know it's the Rabbanishal. So this is more of an opportunistic thing that there's, that there's Hishtadlus. The second reason that the Chavaz of Avaz gave us is that it's always important for a person to have something to do with their time. It's a terrible thing for a person to not be pushed in a way of productivity. And if, we, if everything would just come to us, so we would get fat, and vayishman yeshurim vayivat, as the Pasuk says in Devarim, and we would uh, get fat, so to speak, and kick. When you have things, when we're, a person's spoiled, and it's kumir, everything's coming to me, so... And there's no need to keep myself occupied. So that's, a, that's the second idea of why there's Hishtadlis. Now, what the Chavos of Abbas is going to get into now is that there's actually different levels of Hishtadlis that are needed depending on the Bitochen. Because again, now that we explained that the whole purpose of Hishtadlis is number one, what? To allow us to flex our Bitochen muscles. And number two, so that we'll have we'll have uh, productivity with our time and it's not just coming to us. So now, based upon those two reasonings, there's going to be a time where a person, because of their level of bitochen, doesn't need that same hishtadlis. And you can rely more on HaKadosh Baruch Hu and place less, less hishtadlis in there because it's going to come to you anyway. So here we go. The Imlay Magbir Avaidas Elaykim. If a person if a person strengthens his avodas elokim, now you strengthen something by putting it on the forefront, by making it important. Every there's nobody, there's nobody. And I, 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 when you hear this from somebody who's a hundred years old, you'll take it better. I'm not a hundred years old; I'm younger than a lot of you. But this is what I've learned from my rabbi. There's nobody who's too busy for priorities. The word busyness is the number one excuse that people use to not focus on their priorities. Yes, why don't, why don't you learn Torah? Why don't you focus on your, your Yiddish? Too busy. Oh, but the moment you have uh, 15 minutes to go to Starbucks or to go on a three-day vacation somewhere, you have time pumped. All of a sudden you have time. You break your arm. All of a sudden you have time to go to the emergency room. Of course you have time to go to the emergency room. Broke your arm. Well, but what happened? You were too busy. Terence says, and your arms are priority. The more you care about something, and the more you prioritize it, the less busy you are for everything else. So the term busyness is basically saying, in essence it's saying, by, by saying, I'm not, I can't make it a priority right now, which very often is a valid taina. It's a valid claim. So when we say we're busy, well, 
we're also saying is whatever that thing is, I cannot make a priority. And r- sometimes, and oftentimes, it's rightfully so. You should not make it a priority. If there are times where if something, if we did care enough about something, then we wouldn't use the busy excuse, and we would just say, it's not my priority right now, which is something that uh, one of my rabbeim taught me and has been very helpful in my own personal life. He taught me, he said, train yourself to tell your wife and to tell others, don't, don't, if somebody asks you for something, train yourself to not say, I'm too busy. Rather, train yourself to say, I cannot make that a priority right now. Because that is generally going to be the true answer. So my wife t- asked me f- for something, I cannot tell her I'm too busy. I have to say, I'm sorry, honey. I cannot make that a priority right now. And you better sure hope that you can't make that a priority right now. <laughs> no, but it, it, and it's true. It's true because she'll agree there are certain things that are a greater priority than, you know, than running an errand or going to the supermarket. People, that'll just open up about, well, why not? Okay, okay. So, well, why not? You know, okay. So, yeah, uh, very, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm agreeing. You got to have, it's, it's, you got to be in a strong enough of a place or have, a, have enough of an understanding to be able, but the, the essence of what my Rebbe was telling me is that it's true. When you, when you train yourself to think that, the reason why I can't do that is because it's not priority. We'll actually gain greater understanding of what our priorities are, as opposed to just this thing of busyness, because it's really not hard to be busy. There are many people who are busy and not productive. And there are many people who are productive and are busy. The goal in life is not to be busy. The goal in life is to be productive. So take a step back, be productive, and focus on the, focus on the priority. It says if a person chooses to make serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu priority, I'm choosing HaKadosh Baruch that's my priority. And I'm choosing the priority is to be in a year of him, to have this awe. And my, my life is going to be focused about, it's going to be focused around godliness and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I'm, and I'm staying away from, we'll call it the busyness and the browsing and all these things that, that can lead to a lack of productivity. And a person yearns for good midos. I mean, this is my commitment. My commitment is to do the ruts of Hashem, what Hashem wants. He's not going to rebel. He's not going to kick when he has something coming to him. Because he's a focused person. And the lack of his shtadlis is not going to ruin his serenity. It's not going to get in the way. And Yitzhahara is not going to be able to persuade him as easily. And he's not caught up in the, we'll call it the cotton candy of the world that looks delicious and is so big and fluffy. The moment you put your tongue to it, it just drips away. You're like, where'd it go? It was a huge cotton candy a second ago. And I stuck my tongue out and garnished. It's out of here. It just dripped. Yeah? I thought that was awesome. And I was, it was like, whoa, what happened? Based upon the reasonings that we gave, says the Chayvus Abavas, you're going to find that a lot of the stresses and burdens of going out to, to earn uh, uh, and obtain a livelihood, a lot of those stresses are going to be removed. Because the two reasons that we gave don't apply anymore. The two reasons that we gave of being spoiled and not, and not, and not being able to focus in. And also having this, ha- having to recognize that this Baruch and everything, you already have that. So once you already have that, so the, the yoke of, of this hishtadlus 
is unnecessary. And says the Chayvah Salvavis, there's exceptions to the rule. Where HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, when a person reaches a specific Madriga, allow a person to no longer be busy with livelihood, as long as we're staying busy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and uh, you, you have uh, greater chances now of, of being successful in keeping HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our day-to-day. And in such, a, in such a scenario, HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows that person to come to livelihood with less toil. According to their uh, basic needs and according to what they need to sustain. He's not saying you're not going to, if you don't do anything, you're going to end up you know, with uh, millions and millions and millions. And beyond what you need financially, it could be. You never know. There are people who work hard and earn, you know, struggle, and there are people who don't work hard and make a lot. But he says, you, you rely on the Rebbeinu the livelihood's going to come easier. Does not allow a tzaddik to go hungry. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. We will uh, we'll pick up from here as we continue along in Paragimel next week.